someone defined it i was talking to nick it was like it's when seeing doing and and like seeing and doing are combined so you're just being that's flow state hey guys welcome back to the be better mindset podcast i'm here with the coaches hello i'm with coach madison i'm with coach Corey. hi oh hello i think you're just being ridiculous now it's no, not I that am. deep yeah I'm right. my best batman impression it really is so guys what we're gonna try to do every friday we're gonna try to do kind of a, a coffee with coaches segment where we're just going to ask a bunch of your questions or answer a bunch of your questions so we are on a series right now of being unstoppable how to be unstoppable and this is just a little break from the 21 so actually the seven days i'm on part four i got three more nice. unless you guys want to cover an unstoppable topic we can Okay. I can do my best. <laughs> Let's see if I can figure out the program. Yeah, figure out the program. But anyway, I got you. I am not tech Ooh, you got savvy one? Oh yeah, I got one. Okay, we'll go. We'll go to that. But I wanted to share a story really fast. Maybe it's gonna, maybe it's gonna work really well with the topic that you're talking about. But anyways, I I shot an earlier podcast about this, but I didn't tell them about the backstory because I was driving from St. Rose to here, and then there was a big pileup. Okay, the, the biggest pileup I've ever seen. And I was like, oh my God, there must have been a huge car crash. And uh, I'm driving by and I'm like, all right, we must get closer and closer. And the car crash was on the other side of the freeway. And I'm like, what the, Why, what's going on? Everyone's just kind of looking around and just seeing what's what it looks like on the other side. But literally our side of the traffic was fine. But I took my pre-sup, I took some caffeine, right? So I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm driving from St. Rose to Central, which takes 15 minutes on a good day. But then now you put traffic on there, it's 20, 30 minutes. And um, for those of you that don't drink caffeine, when you drink caffeine, you like you got to go to the restroom. So um, I'm in there and I'm like, dude, I can't, I can't just like open the door and just start going out there. So I was like, I was looking around my car and uh, I was looking for like a water bottle. And I found um, my Agoski water bottle. Oh, make sure to say Agoski so they know. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm still using it. Sorry, Amber. I'm Stop. still going to use it, okay? But anyways. I think so, it's important for people to know that he did yeah, wash it. Afterwards. Well, I did wash it. But anyways, well, you guys are destroying the story. So, But here's the thing. There's a person to my left side. And I, my car is really low. Yeah, he has a little truck. There's a guy up front of me. Well, you probably can't see, but then the, there's a there's a semi truck behind me, and that guy can for sure see through through my car. So I'm like, screw it. Like I don't want to just like this. It, it wasn't moving at all for t- ten minutes. I was like, I can't stop. So I opened the water bottle, and then I and I and I just did my thing. And then uh, the truck passes by me. And the truck driver just does like does this like thumbs up sign, and he was like, "Let's go," <laughs> and I was like, "Oh man!" And he stuff. knew he knew absolutely what I was was doing because I'm I'm assuming if you're a truck driver, you most likely have done that in the past. So, yes, um, as a former truck driver, yes, I oh have. Oh God, many times. See, so I'm not the only one. So, however, <laughs> I've also been doused in it. Mm-hmm. That was not fun. 
I had a drummer, and he was unaware of tour van protocol. Mm-hmm. Driving down the road, he had gone in like a, a big gulp cup or something. Yeah. For some odd reason, he didn't think to just put it out his window. He reached up around me and, and did that. It. I just got blasted and immediately just, what was that? Yeah. You just hear very timid <laughs> from the back seat. Piss. <laughs> Screech! <laughs> oh my god. You have never seen a 15 passenger van and trailer stop that fast in yeah. your life. Oh god. Well anyways, yeah, that was that was the story of the morning, guys. So if you guys see a, a gossip cup at the gym... <laughs> Don't touch it. <laughs> or if you do, you might get superpowers. Right, so... Oh my gosh, stop. Sorry, Madison. <laughs> okay? All right, so what was the topic you were talking about, Madison? Let's go ahead and see if we could riff off of it. This is going to be a... Well, if we're talking about Unstoppable, I was thinking of when we talked about last week in wins, and my win was that I've been like on a roll, and you said flow state, and I feel like that's an unstoppable... Like, how do you get there? Time, yeah. How do you get there? What does it feel like? What do you, you know, like, steps to do to be able to stay in it? Oh, I love that. I guess we can riff off that because we've all been in some a, a certain flow state. Um, and uh, flow state is like a, like a wave. Yeah. Right? I was like, just ride that wave as long as you can because I know what that's like. But there's an actual way to get there. Like when, if you guys ever been surfing, I'm not a bomb surfer. I've, I've been up like once. Literally once. I've never took, been on a wave. It took so me like four hours to get fine. there, by the way, right? <laughs> but to do it, like number one, you have to find the right wave. And number two, you have to like, you have to get the speed. And then you essentially have to do a burpee. No one told me it was a burpee. I would always do like a lunge to it and I would always flip over. And um, once you got up on that surfboard, you would start to just kind of cruise. And that's what I feel like what the flow state is. In flow state, you just feel... Like, what do you feel like, Madison, when you're on that flow state? God, I just feel good. You feel good. Yeah. You feel free. Yeah. Right? You also feel like you have control of the entire thing. Someone defined it. I was talking to Nick. It was like, it's when seeing, doing, and, and like seeing and doing are combined. So you're just being. That's flow state. Right? And, um... For me, I have my, my formula to get into the flow state. You guys might have your formula of, of getting into flow state. Um, but let's unpack that. Let's give maybe maybe one to three things that, that allow you to get into that happy, that feeling good. Because it can be a ton of different things, right? So I have my three. Corey, you probably have your three. What are your three? Um, well, I'll start off with my biggest one for this time. Because it's kept me in my flow state Mm -hmm. for almost a month now. Mm -hmm. And it was, uh, I was actually listening to a Brooke Castillo thing on the scholars. Mm -hmm. And she talked about believing new thoughts and then manifesting things. And so I decided after I listened to it, I was like, I'm just going to go big or go home. And I was like, screw it. I'm going to manifest myself to be a millionaire. Yeah. So I decided I'm a millionaire. And so then I started writing out every day. I did a positive thought download. I wrote, mm-hmm. I'm a millionaire. And then underneath it, you write, like, well, how does it make you feel today to be yeah. in that state of mind? And if you have a negative thought that goes with it, you flip the thought. I love um, that. So I've been doing it every day since September 10th. And it's just put me in a mindset of, I can do it. Like, if you're a millionaire, yeah. you do things. You don't sit at home and you watch netflix and be lazy you actually take action and you do things and so oh my god we gotta we have to unpack that because you said when you were when you said 
I'm a millionaire, what are some of the immediate feelings that you got? Um, well, right away, it, I mean, in the beginning, right away, it felt like a lie, yeah. right? Because it's, I'm not a millionaire, I don't have a million dollars. But then the more I wrote it, the more I realized it's not necessarily because I have a million dollars, it's the state of mind of being a millionaire. And then mm-hmm. now all my thoughts are, mm-hmm. if I'm a millionaire, what would I do here? Mm-hmm. Like when I get home from work, I'm a millionaire. So what would I do if I was a millionaire? Mm-hmm. I would do this, do this, do this. Like I would mm-hmm. um, journal and I would study and I would write out things to do to help get customers or, or clients or whatever it may be. But what, what would I not do? I would not sit on my ass all day and watch Netflix and do nothing. Yeah. And so that put me in a totally different mindset and it's taking me from allowing my, um, what my mind to control me and now I have more control over my mind so mm-hmm. I can decide what I want to do versus my mind just being like, well, let's just be lazy. Mm-hmm. And so it's just been a total flip of a switch for me. It is. And I've, and I've took that journey before. So not when you're not thinking that you are a millionaire, you come from a deficit, like you have nothing to give. Right? But literally, what if you literally had all the money in the world? What would you do now? I would teach people how to make more money. I would teach people how to create more value. Right, And that's the millionaire mindset you were talking about. People think about the money. I think about the impact. When I see some dollars on people's mind or like that's what they're making, I'm like, man, I wonder how many people that guy saved. I wonder how many people that guy influenced or got them to what level. Right, So I have a very different perception of what what that looks like now because when you have all the money in the world most likely you're just going to try to give it all away anyways i hope so yeah maybe i could be wrong so that was one like yeah. just getting into the mindset will allow you to to be at a flow state so you're visualizing yes right yeah visualizing like and writing it down and if you want two more things that i do that i every single day i mm-hmm. Um, journal at night before I go to bed and then when I wake up first thing in the morning and I get out of my bed I go in the living room and I do meditation mm-hmm. sometimes it's five minutes sometimes it's 30 minutes depends yeah. on how much time I have does do you meditate too Corey mm-hmm. so that's a, I guess that's a huge component of getting into the flow state for me so I was reading stealing stealing fire which which is a huge which is a book all about flow state like the seals would do it the monks would do it right they would actually see how their brain patterns work and I think um, meditation is a huge component to this. And why do you think that you get into that flow state? Because really, of meditation. Yeah. I, I guess for me, it could be just the type of meditation that I do. Uh-huh. It's extremely easy. You know, really, it's impossible to screw up. Right. You know, um, and my mind just goes blank for 20 minutes. And, you know, when I first started doing it, the friend who taught me how, I was like, dude, I, I keep falling asleep. Mm-hmm. And he kind of immediately fires back with a question, what would you do if I told you you were blacking out, mm-hmm. not falling asleep? Yeah. you're quieting all that, like, that, noise. that surface noise on your brain and you're going super deep. And, like, and oh, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So now, like, especially the days where I can get into... That, that you know deep dive state mm-hmm. like I definitely find that I'm, I'm much more flowy throughout the day yeah you know I can approach problems it's just like oh, okay cool yeah you know and it's really not you know it's a molehill not a mountain you know yeah so it's then and then you know other than that I make sure that I read at least a little bit of a little something as soon as I'm done meditating 
And just like Madison, as soon as my alarm goes off, I'm up and out of bed. I don't stay in bed at nice. all. That's how you get. You just create the speed. Mm-hmm. I want to stay on that meditation really fast. Mm-hmm. Because remember, we were defining being in flow state as doing and seeing. And you're being at the same time. So you do both of those things combined. What's really cool about meditating, guys, is you're just breathing and the breath allows you to be so present that you could only be present when you're thinking about your breath. It's hard to think about all the other things. But in that practice, all those things are actually coming up. So the way I look at it, every time that it does pop up, it allows me to practice being mindful again, right? And you practice this over and over and over again. You're like, you're just drilling the muscle to be present. If you're thinking about something else and you're trying to surf those sick waves, how likely are you going to stay on there? Not that long. No. Right? Madison's like, I don't even know. No. But yeah, it's hard. <laughs> like, like those guys, those guys that are doing those 100-foot waves and 32-foot waves, they ain't talking, they, they're not thinking about laundry. I'll tell you that, they'd be dead. Mm-hmm. Right? So... So they get into that flow state, and and there's ways to do that. And I think meditating for me is a huge component. Um, the final thing is fitness for me, right? Fitness is so huge, and it has to be difficult for some reason. At least for me, that was that's like my formula: meditation, hardcore fitness. When I say hardcore, it's just harder than where I'm at right now. Does it mean like you have to do what I'm doing? It can just mean like at one point it was just like, you know, I'm going to try my first two a day. And it was just a burn 30. I'm just going to cruise. That was my difficult, right? Fitness is like the pedaling component. Like just get fast enough that I can get to the wave. And then um, I can ride it. If you guys don't know, I was doing my hand thing. Yeah, paddling. Paddling. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. I want to say, because I was listening to um, Alex Ramosi podcast, mm-hmm. and he was talking about how he sees fitness as being the gateway to entrepreneurship. It is. Because you start yeah. working out and you realize what you can do for yourself and how much stronger you actually are, and then it leads you into all these other things. And I thought that was really cool. It is. I think it does. Mm-hmm. It leads yeah. you into different flow states depending on who you are. Yeah. And it can lead you into entrepreneurship. I, I honestly believe that. I think we, everyone puts fitness as like very, very difficult part, but I feel like the easiest place to succeed a lot of times is in fitness. Fitness, yeah, I agree. You know, because you could actually see it and it's tangible. When you're starting to chase things that are more monetary or relationship-wise, it's very hard to measure. There's so many variables that are that are happening with that. Fitness is quick. You're like, man, I can do that. You can do that in an instant. Yeah. If you want to do 20 push-ups, if you've never done 20 push-ups before, do 20 push-ups. You'll create that endorphin and that like that small addiction and question of like, what else is possible? I can't believe I did 20 push-ups in a row. I've never done that before. Yeah, like what else can I do? Yeah. And all of a sudden it opens up. And that's your flow state right yeah. there. Isn't that amazing? It's the beginning of it. Yeah. So, and and guys, in order for you to get your to your flow state, you have you just have to try a bunch of them but i'm going to give you like my top three is 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 meditation and it's fitness and also i've and i've I've just actually recently done this every like imagine your brain 
constantly downloading how would you treat your your day and and whatever it downloads it produces so how would you spend the rest of your day knowing that your brain was constantly downloading right so and 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 people don't understand this sometimes they'll just sit at home and watch a lifetime show this is us the entire day right and what ends up manifesting is a life that's like this is us if you guys don't know what this is us is is i I know what it is but i haven't watched it it's just tear train party it's like the saddest stories ever compiled in an hour right good off that yeah (laughs) like whatever you feel like you're constantly like it's it's the brain is constantly eating and you have to like you have to understand that regardless of what you do or not your brain is just downloading what would you do differently if you understood that right and that's also how it allows me to stay on the flow state if i stick on the news i'm gone i'm not in flow state anymore you know what i mean mm-hmm. right because it's the negative download like you are what you download you are what you download you're literally if you think about it in that sense it's like you're a computer yeah anything that you download onto your brain which is you know yeah. your computer mm-hmm. or your space yeah. that's exactly who you're going to be remember when exactly. i was going through criminal minds all you're so anxious 50 zillion yeah all 50 zillion thoughts seasons and I had that mental breakdown, and you and Nick were like... What are you watching? Yeah, what are you watching? Uh, Colonel Wines. <laughs> she, she literally thought everybody in her gym was serial was getting killers. Out, yeah, it was coming out to get me. Yes. Not literally, but a couple people that I was freaked out about. <laughs> yeah. But it's very... I can, I can it's true. I can think of a few past people that might have been, but they're not around anymore, so yeah. it's not our problem. <laughs> One of them might have yeah. been Corey. I'm just kidding. Right? I'm just kidding. But yes. I'm pretty sure but the drop in this morning thought that as soon as he walked will. in, he was like, Oh. Yes, so many times. <laughs> but why then he's he so a teddy nice? bear. Yeah, why is he so nice? I'm so confused. <laughs> right? I, I enjoy the contradiction. Yeah. <laughs> look at look at Miss Jan. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like, the, she saw me the first day I walked in here, and she was just sort of like, Hello, baby. Gave me a hug. I was yeah. Like, I don't know you. Yeah. I miss my grandma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyways, downloading into the brain. Yes, it can be detrimental to your health. You yes. download the wrong things. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I guess I can't really speak from experience because I've had a really hard time watch, sitting still to watch TV or anything like that for a while now. But mm-hmm. I, that, I think it definitely does apply because like I refuse to even read anything that's super negative or anything like that. Like mm-hmm. it's either like you know mindset stuff, uh, entrepreneurial books, financial stuff, or like I I was just talking about Nick to it the, about it the other day. Like mm-hmm. I read geeky fantasy and sci-fi stuff because it's entertaining. Yeah, and there's the like it's yeah. always gonna have like the happy ending and stuff like that. Like. It's it's a roller coaster ride, but you feel good when you're done mm-hmm. with it. You're just like, yes, that was rad. Yeah. You're like you're pumped up, you know. Exactly. Like, so what you put into your brain absolutely, absolutely um, dictates you know how you feel and how the rest of your day goes. Mm-hmm. You know. That's gonna dictate if you stay in or get ripped out of the flow state. Hundred percent. Like if I, yeah. there are days where I get home and I'm like, you know what? Just today I'll try Netflix, and by the end of the day I'm grumpy. 
Yeah. And I'm like, why did I do this to myself? So the next day I'm like, all right, no Netflix. We're going to just go on and keep doing what I need to do and studying and reading and all that fun stuff. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, I feel fantastic. It's so weird that your brain Mm -hmm. wants you to do something that you shouldn't want to do. It really is. You know, <laughs> it just innately, a lot of those Netflix series, they're not solving the issue. There's no hat. Like, the happiness component to it is very short. It's like on episode 12 in the season finale. But for the for four seasons, you're just stressed out, right? You're just so anxious. You're like, what? What's happening in the next episode? What's... I need to watch the next episode. And then all right? of a sudden, you're stuck in the rabbit hole of episodes. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, and you just you're gone you're yeah. no longer in the flow state so be very very conscious that your brain is so powerful even when you're not unconscious it's actually happening um i've been a lot more awake lately when people that are around me are not in the flow state and they're trying to get you off right you're on the surfboard and they're just trying to like they're pulling you out of the out of your thing and you know what those people are like because they're constantly negative and um you got to be aware of that too, right? We've had some really interesting clients, and uh, and I have clients right now that do that, but I don't let them knock me off. I'm like, dude, sounds like an awesome problem. What are some great wins from this? And then they're like, what? And then they jump onto your flow state, right? So it's instead of like pulling the negatives out of it, what are what are some ways that we can pull positives? That's that's another really really advantageous skill set to do to stay in the flow state for sure no and i think what's so hard with that too is you even get people that you they tell you like like i'll ask you know members when Mm -hmm. i'm coaching like what's a win for today they're like i don't have any and then they tell me all these horrible things that happen i'm like what's something positive you can pull out of that they're like nothing i'm like oh my gosh yeah and then i have to go okay well i'm gonna let you think about that and i'll come back because i'm Mm -hmm. like they're really just trying to yank me down they really are like they don't they don't want to find anything positive and it, I feel yeah. like that can be really hard. I mean, I've been there, so it's not like I'm telling those people, like, like you know, that's, that's a horrible thing to do. I've been yeah. there. I've done that. But then you start getting in that flow state, and you realize when people are doing that, it's like, I just got to walk away. Yeah. I can't keep getting pulled down into it. Yes. It's hard. Yeah. And it's that whole saying, like, pain or pain likes company, right? Misery likes company. Yeah. And I did some search on this, actually. Someone was talking about this. There's... There is some comfort knowing that it's just, it's all doom and gloom and there's no chance, right? Because you don't have to push yourself out of the hole. You don't have to try to be better. You don't have to, right? It's so comforting. They're Mm -hmm. like, I'm useless. It's just what it is. Just it is what it is. Oh, it's genetics. Genetics. That's my favorite. Like, I'm sick. Oh, it's genetics. So I just am going to accept it. So I understand that. Yeah, the doom and the gloom. I've been there too. 90% of my family right there. I love them to death. Yeah. But, you know, my dad, my uncles, Mm -hmm. stuff like, oh, son, you're you're always going to be overweight. Oh, you're you're basically doomed to have diabetes. Mm -hmm. And they've all just kind of, well, it's just another pill to take. Mm -hmm. (laughs) To them, you know, I'm I'm the weird one because I'm just like, screw that. Yeah. No, Mm -hmm. not going to be me. I refuse to take the medications. I refuse to do any of this other stuff. I'm just going to live a healthy life and mm-hmm. prove you guys wrong. But, you know, that's that's not an easy mindset for a lot of people to get into. Yeah, exactly. and it's like, at, at what point in your life do you sit there and realize that it's my life and I have control over it? Mm-hmm. And I feel like so many people don't. Mm-hmm. Some people don't ever have that realization. Which is unfortunate, which is why it's, it's really sad. Right. Yeah. 
I mean, since we were doing that surfing topic, I mean, what's easier? Paddle as hard as you can so you can get on the surfboard or you could just float. Yeah. And that's that's what misery and pain is. It's just so much easier to float. Just, right? Yeah, to but, not stand up, to just like lay up. on the board and ride the wave that way versus actually trying to surf. Which is fine if that's if that's how you want to live life. But guys, again, if you want to be unstoppable, you got to pedal a little fast. You got to catch up to that wave and it's not going to happen on the first time. Like flow state requires, there's going to be a state where you crash again. Oh yeah. And it happens all the time for me. And I'm like, all right, how do I get back up top on that board? And, and then like, you how long it. have you known me for? How many times have I crashed and burned? A billion. Yeah, when I crash and burn, I make sure everyone knows. <laughs> yeah. And then she tries to burn everybody. Yes, and I've actually have done that before. So I will take full responsibility for that. Yeah. Yes. And she's not very successful. But, uh, <laughs> The uh, cool part about those crashes, though, is like, yeah. and I, I really am looking at this from like a, a surfing standpoint. Having grown up in California and being yeah. at the beach most mm-hmm. days after school and every weekend and stuff, like yeah, it sucks crashing. Yeah, it's scary as hell when you, you get sucked under that wave. Mm-hmm. But when you finally do start to get the hang of it. Like every time you crash, you pop up out of that water, and you're just like, I almost had it. Yeah, one more time. Yeah, and it just keeps. It starts to snowball, 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 snowball. and yeah. eventually, like you almost don't even remember mm-hmm. all the times you crashed because you're too busy enjoying that flow state. You're just on that wave, like it's worth it, mm-hmm. yeah, and it feels like feeling. you've been there forever. Well, and you're too busy enjoying crashing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Think crashing is fun, it like is. failing and falling on your face is fun because yeah. then you know that when you get up, you're like, okay, well, that wasn't the right way, so next time I'm going to try it this way. Uh, and now you can enjoy yeah. it instead of just sitting there and being miserable every time you crash. Now yeah. that's the fun part. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I wish that more people would really look at it like as these little failures and obstacles that people, they love to act like it's the end of the world. And I've gotten to the point where I'm just like, eh, ain't going to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> it's really the beginning of the world for a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People don't understand that. When you fail once, it's your beginning. It's not your end. <sighs> that's so good. We'll end on that. So it's because you guys got a coach. But anyways, guys, to get in the flow state, find your little way to do it. For us, it's meditating, it's fitness, it's visualizing the right mindset, it's surrounding yourself with good people, it's slapping people when they're trying to pull you down. Don't, don't literally slap anyone, okay? Just eyeball slap them. Just, nah. Like that. So I wish you guys could have seen that face. Duly yeah. noted. <laughs> Keep my hands to myself. Woo! Alright, guys. Love you guys. Alright, be better. Peace. Bye. Bye.